0: Pastor Stan, welcome back, my friend. Would you like to open us up in prayer today?
1: Yes, sir, I would. Great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are thy ways, thou King of saints. Who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name? For thou only art holy. For all nations shall come and worship before thee when thy judgments are made manifest. And tonight, Lord, we ask that you would show us the deep and secret things. Help us to see the things beyond the ink on the paper. Help us to understand what you're doing in these last days and help us to be prepared. Lord, we raise our hand and say, here am I, Lord, send to me. Help me to be in the position to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Folks, it's an honor to be here with Pastor Stan Johnson. He's a watchman on the front lines now for many years, warning us, and I appreciate this advance warning is so we can get prepared, folks, for what's coming, what's upon us. Brother Stan, welcome back, and you can go anywhere you want tonight. The mic is yours.
1: Okay, my brothers and sisters, for just a moment, let's forget that we might be in a different state or maybe even a different country. Let's remember that our name is in the book of life and that we are all one body. But I do have some important questions to start with. <coughs> and These are the topics I'm going to be covering tonight. So my first question is, are we in the tribulation? So think about that for a second. Next question, if we are not, then when will it likely start? What are the signs that it is about to start? Not the signs that Jesus is going to return, but what are the signs that the tribulation is about to start? And what are the likely events going to take place over the next two years, probably 2020, 2021, and 2022. Well, those are the things that we're going to be talking about in the program tonight. So I'm going to start with a disclaimer. First of all, I'm not setting a date, but i ask you a question. What if the seven-year tribulation was really going to start in the next three years? What if it was? Are you prepared? Next question. Would we be able to spot that we are now in the last seven years, the seven-year tribulation, or would society just kind of float along, and until something really big and bad happened, we wouldn't really know if we're in the tribulation or not. Well, I'm going to give you some big answers. So the first question is, has the first seal been opened? Are we in the tribulation? Now, I cover a lot of this in my book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, but there's a hint in the scriptures and then there's something i think that's rather obvious. So here's the hint. Daniel 9:27 says, and he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. Now the problem is who's the he? Well, most of us think that he is probably the antichrist. If that is, then that would mean that there's some kind of a covenant that happens out there, but in my opinion The more and more I move along this, I think it's probably not going to be that easy to spot that covenant. For many years, I've thought that, as you recall, part of Demetrius' testimony was the fall of America would start with an internal revolution started by the communists. Some of the people would start fighting against the government. The government would be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two of the countries will attack and defeat America in one day, in one hour, so great riches will come to naught. Then God will raise up China, Japan, and many of the nations. They'll go against the Russians. They'll defeat the Russians. They'll back the Russians to the gates of Paris where they sign a peace treaty. Now, that's the point I want to make. They'll back the Russians to Paris, to the gates of Paris. And they'll sign a peace treaty. Well, for many years, I've kind of suspected that that's probably the start of the tribulation, if it is started by some kind of a covenant. But Revelation 6-1, I think, gives us a better thing to watch for. Revelation 6-1 says, And I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder. Okay, so do we think that we can hear that noise of thunder? if we heard that noise of thunder, would we be able to recognize it? See, there's nothing in the scriptures that guarantees that we're going to hear that noise of thunder because at the time, John was in the spirit. So it may be that that was something that the spirit heard, but we on earth might not hear it. However, a little bit of light at the end of the tunnels. Back in May of 2000, we had Ken Peters come into the Prophecy Club. He made a DVD called I Saw the Tribulation. It's available at Prophecy Club, Watch Prophecy Club, and I also have the entire text of it in my new book, Miss the Mark. He says, when the dream began, I heard what sounded like a loud 1970s-era car horn. Then I saw people coming out of the graves all over the world. There were some graves with nobody resurrected from them. These resurrections, he said, were very violent. It was like the earth was receiving a small explosion, breaking open the coffin." I literally saw dart, uh, dirt flying. This was happening all over the globe at the same instant. Those who were resurrected were clothed in what appeared to be white choir robes, except for they had a big cloak. Their clothes and their bodies appeared brighter than the sun. Their clothes made the men look very masculine and the women very feminine. They looked mature, but they did not look old. Those who had lost their hair had lost uh, had their hair return again. Young people who were resurrected still looked young, but there was a maturity about them. After a few moments, those who had come out of the graves simply disappeared. I never saw them go up in the clouds. They simply vanished. I did not see one single living person change into any new body. I did not see one living person go anywhere. All it was is some of the graves resurrected again the entire story is in my book missed the mark then he said at that point there was a two-week shutdown he says all electronic devices including television cell phones radios computers all over the world all shut down for two weeks he says i don't know what caused them to shut down the shutdown caused uh, people everywhere to be alarmed it was very disruptive to businesses everywhere after about two weeks the electronic devices began to start working again however Everything had changed. The content of what was being broadcasted was very different. The message being broadcast around the world was depicting a coming new world government and leadership. They announced that a man would emerge to lead the new world government, and he would soon appear. Now, question. Do you suppose the power of God hitting the earth Resurrecting millions of people out of their graves all the same moment, do you suppose that that power might be kind of like a sunspot that knocks all electronics out temporarily? Do you suppose that we would be able to hear that noise of thunder? And what was the noise of ears of John 2,000 years ago, and the best way he could describe it was a noise of thunder. But do you suppose that our modern ears might say it sounded like a 1970s car horn? He said it was very, very, very loud, has very three times, very loud and very long. And every ear on earth heard it. That's what he saw. Now, have we heard that yet? No, but I'll tell you what I suspect here. First of all, let's, let's go back and talk about the world leader. He said the new world leader then appeared on television. He spoke with great eloquence and charisma. He was soothing and promised answers to all the current issues. He says, because as soon as the resurrected people disappeared on the earth, there was mass hysteria spread across the globe. People on the earth had left the earth. People had the appearance of absolute despair. He says, there was pandemonium everywhere, mass chaos, lawlessness, fear everywhere. I was unable to see in many quadrants. He says, I was able to see in many quadrants of the earth. And that was not just happening in one nation, but it happened all over the globe. This hysteria brought perplexity to just about everyone. Everyone had a look of hopelessness on their face. Nobody seemed to be happy about living. Lawlessness and fear permeated the society completely. No one was isolated from the despair that was hitting the world. No one was hidden from it. It was engulfing the whole globe. I was able to see into different regions and different continents. Everyone was experiencing this. It was almost as that though the whole world had become like a third world nation, completely behind the times. It was like every person on earth had just left their mother's funeral. That's how people appeared. They were very, very grieving and despondent. Then the new world leader emerged. He was smooth, extremely convincing. He was able to solve nearly all problems. He was a consummate communicator. He expanded and explained how this removal of people was actually God's judgment upon them. When Adolf Hitler spoke to the masses, he had a demonic charisma that would draw people into his message. But that was nothing compared to this new leader. Since I was not a born Christian at the time of this dream, when I heard this man speak to me, he began to be convincing to me. This man was rallying the whole globe. It was very frightening. Are we in the tribulation? I don't think so. But I'll tell you why I think we could be very, very close. You remember that when Moses was first told or at the end of the, the plagues, which was on Passover, they were told to put the blood on the door, doorpost. And he had already warned the Pharaoh that that night all of the firstborn would die. He, he The Pharaoh didn't believe it, But, of course, they all died. About midnight, the Pharaoh called Moses in and said, get out. Well, they didn't have... Their kneading troughs ready, so they threw their unleavened bread, their kneading troughs on their shoulders. Moses sent the people out to borrow gold, silver, and raiment in great abundance. They spoiled the Egyptians. Well, that was Passover. It took them three days to get down to the crossing side of the Red Sea. Then Moses raised his rod. God split the Red Sea. They walked through on dry ground, and that was first fruits. My point is, Moses walked from the land of sin to the promised land on first fruits. Then Jesus, when he arose out of the grave, it was first fruits. And the Bible says that when he arose out of the grave, there were also other people that came out of the graves and walked around the city of Jerusalem that same time. Could it be that Jesus is going to once again return, as I say in my book, The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy? Revelation 14 1 says, I looked, and lo, lower lamb stood upon the Mount Zion, and with him 144,000, having his father's name written in his foreheads. Well, I believe that one of the revelations that God showed me is that the next time Jesus returns is not to the Mount of Olives, not on trumpets, but the next time he returns is actually to Mount Zion. He returns as a lamb, probably in the same clothes that Thomas was allowed to touch the nail scars. Probably the same clothes. the ate fish with his disciples, and he will come down because Acts one eleven says, "You men of Galilee, why stand you gazing up?" This same Jesus shall so come in like manner as you've seen him going to heaven. So the next time he returns, he returns on first fruits, and what happens? A resurrection once again. A resurrection of one hundred forty four thousand one year old Jewish boys. So there's a high probability that he'll return. On some first fruits. Well, this past weekend was first fruits for us. So it's not this year, but perhaps it's next year. But here's the point we want to be watching. And should we hear a long, loud thunder, or be it sound like a car horn, and the graves are opened, the electronics goes off, as far as me, I'm going to say that was the first seal. Now, what does that mean? That means about seven years later, Jesus is going to return. That tells us we have seven years left. Now, let's talk about where we are now. 400 years. Let's talk about 400 years. See, Israel was given 400 years of blessing in Egypt, then came captivity. The presidential election of this year is November 3rd, 2020. And that just happens to be almost exactly 400 years from November the 11th of 1620, when our forefathers on board the Mayflower signed what is called the Mayflower Compact, and it's they signed an agreement with God to form a new nation for the furtherance of the Christian faith. It rained 40 days and 40 nights, so the number of 40 is judgment. Nineveh was given 40 days to repent. She repented, and she got 40 years extension. So it's 400 years since the Mayflower Compact was signed. It's 400 years since God made a covenant with America to protect her and raise her up as a nation for the furtherance of the Christian faith. And that 400 years comes to a conclusion on or about right in the ballpark of this coming election. I'm going to ask you a question. With all of the anger in America, what do you suppose the left, the Democrats are going to do when President Trump wins the next election by a landslide? Are they going to get mad? You better believe they are. 2020 also just happens to be 40 years from when judgment was first pronounced by the angel Gabriel to Dimitri Dudeman upon America. It was 80 years ago, excuse me, 1980 when he was put on the electric chair and the angel said, you're not going to die. You're going to America to give them a message from God, came to him three months later and told him he was going to America to give them a message from God. So. We have 40 years from the start of judgment. We're a 2020 is also 400 years from the Mayflower Compact. But there's more. Two cows were born in America with a big seven on their forehead. A black and white one first publicized on September 25th, 2014. If you got a pencil, you want to write that date down. That's important. Remember that date, September 25th, 2014. Very important. The second cow was actually born on September 25th of 2014, the same day, which just happens to be a Shemitah. Now, for us Americans, that doesn't mean much. But when we say two, we mean, or excuse me, when we say a couple, we mean two. When we say a dozen, we mean 12. Well, in Hebrew, when they say Shemitah, they mean seven. Well, the black cow... had had a big white seven right on it, and a red cow had a big white seven right on its forehead. They were both introduced to America on the same day. Is that an accident, or is that a sign from God? Because if it is a sign from God, what would it be saying? Well, if it is a sign from God, it would be saying that the black and white cow is saying that there's going to be seven years of plenty. Some will be blessed. Some will not be blessed. I hope you heard that. Second part, the interpretation of the solid red cow, since red, if your books are in the red, they're in trouble. It means seven years of famine following the seven years of plenty. So what are the chances that two cows with a big seven right on the forehead would be born the same day and that day just happens to be a Shemitah? Hmm. I can't say it is for certain, but I can tell you their interpretation if it is a sign from God, that would be saying that the seven years, the last seven years of plenty for the world, especially America, since it's born in America, seven years of plenty started September 25th of 2014, and seven years of plenty ends seven years later on September 7th, 2021. Now, dare we look at the next end of that seven? Well, by counting a sets of sevens, the previous Shemitah, September 25th, 2014, just happens to be trumpets, which just happens to be the day that Jesus will return to burn up the tares. That is the final day of judgment. That is the judgment seat of Christ. So then seven years later is the end of the pre- uh, the, the, the year, seven years of plenty. And that would be September 7th, 2021. That would make the final Shemitah. That would make the return of Jesus – I'm not saying he returns in this day. I'm not setting a date. Please do not say that I did. Quote me correctly. But if those first two were correct, that would mean that Jesus would be returning September 21, 2028 on the Feast of Trumpets. But I didn't say that's what's going to happen. And to tell you the truth, I really don't honestly know. But I can tell you the interpretation. And the interpretation is if, if those two cows were a sign from God. If they were, that is the interpretation, that the world has seven years of plenty remaining starting September 25th of 2014, then seven years of famine starting September 7th, 2021, and it all is over September 21, 2028. Now, if that's a sign of God and, and, and if he doesn't delay because he is famous for delaying. And I hope he delays, and we're going to continue to pray that he delays. But I'm just saying that that does stand, and you can't move those dates. You can still delay because God's in charge. He can do what he wants to do. Then, April 15th, my wife, Prophet Leslie Johnson, was given a dream called Arafat in the hospital. The seven points of the dream were Arafat would go into the hospital and die there. But at the time, April 15th, 2002, Arafat wasn't even allowed outside of his compound, to, so to say that he was going to die in the hospital, that was a very big statement. Yet, about two years later, eleven eleven oh four three thirty 3.30 a.m., Airfat died in the hospital just as she was told. So that gives credibility to the rest of the dream. The rest of the dream said that Israel will give the Palestinians a state. See, that's a real big question right now. The Palestinian state would be a temporary measure to allow the Israelis time to strengthen the military. Oil will be discovered in Israel. The oil will make the Jews willing to fight for their land. Then Israel and America will go against most of the rest of the Arab world. And Leslie had the following dream, which filled in most of the rest of the needed information to give a fairly clear picture of the events leading to America, or the fall of America. Then January 22 of 06. In the night, she heard the audible voice of God speak. Well, seven. Seven warning signs. The seven warning signs leading to the fall of America. If you have a pencil, you want to write these down. One, Israel refuses help to America. Two, Omer ushers in Palestinian state. Three, by the way, they're not necessarily going to be fulfilled in this order. Okay. matter of fact, this is not even the order they were given to her. This is the order I think that they'll be fulfilled. But that's just a guess. Three, catastrophe hits America. One of America's greatest times of need. Five, Israel is attacked. America sends troops. Six, chaos reigns as Americans protest help to Israel. Seven, the final one, she heard my voice quoting Demetri Dutam and the fall of America will start with an internal revolution. Then, to confirm that, June 14th of 2008, I was in Amarillo that night, and I'll skip part of the long story. But in the night, God spoke to me and said, when those prophecies I gave your wife begin to come to pass, people from all directions will begin to turn and listen to your ministry. Well, those are the prophecies that he gave her. So those prophecies are confirmed also. Now, let's talk about one of them. See, because this past Sunday was April the 12th. And this past Saturday night at sundown, if that was Jerusalem time, was the start of first fruits. Well, that was the day that Jesus came out of the grave. That was the day that Moses crossed the Red Sea. And that's the day that Jesus returns on Mount Zion. So first fruits is very important because first fruits was the stopping of prophetic time. It's also the starting of prophetic time when Jesus returns about at that time will be about six months before he returns again as king of kings and Lord of Lords. If you get my book secret door to understand Bible prophecy, I have two big full color charts, help you to understand all of this. And no, you do not know what is in my book. Matter of fact, let me take just a second. I'll come back to this Omer thing. So what happened was about three years ago, I was just going to memorize the book of revelation. I mean, (laughs) you know, revel prophecy is what I do for a living. So, I mean, (laughs) it's a pretty good thing to do. Uh, but I wasn't even sure I could really do it. So I didn't even start on the first verse. I didn't start Revelation 1 1. I started Revelation seven, 1 7 because those first six or seven verses just looked too complicated. But I did go back and do it. So anyway, I started memorizing the book of Revelation. It took me a year to do it, by the way. But as I started memorizing, I started getting revelations. I mean, revelation from a high. I mean, like understanding just popped into my head, wisdom that. I did not know. Matter of fact, I got 30 revelations, two visions, and one audible voice. And the audible voice said, the seven seals play over seven years. The seven trumpets play over seven months. And the seven vials play over seven days. And I heard that as clear as I just spoke that right into your ear. Well, that was a major thing. One of those visions showed me the secret door. And the secret door is one word. It's the word first fruits. And that word first fruits is found in Revelation 14, 4 and Leviticus 23, 10. That's the secret door. See, because Revelation is not written in chronological order. Can't tell you how many arguments <laughs> that I've seen people argue over about Revelation. Well, no, no, no. This goes here. This goes. No, no. This is, this has to be. No, that's not all kinds of arguments because it's not written in chronological order. But my book, because the secret door. Shows you the chronological, the correct order it's fulfilled. My book is the key to understanding revelation. Well, Stan, just who do you think you are? I think I'm a nothing, but I think you are important. I think you are about to be a tribulation saint. And I think he looked down and he saw you. He saw all of these tribulation saints that are about to go into the tribulation. He said, you know what? I'm about to bless them. I'm going to help them to understand the book of Revelation that has been sealed. And they didn't understand. They couldn't put it all in order for 2,000 years. And I think he said, you know, this guy's crazy enough to just memorize Revelation. I think I'll just let him bring it to him. And that's where we are. You can get that book at prophecyclub.com. Get the book. I'll also tell you, people love the book. I don't get any complaints about it. Everybody says I've got to read it twice or three times because it's not like a novel. It's not a one-time read. Put on the shelf book. You will read this book several times. You'll probably keep it in your Bible for the rest of your life. Carry it with you because you'll be referring to it to help you understand. All right, now let's talk about the counting of the Omer. See, because one of the headlines of the fall of America is Omer ushers in Palestinian state. Now, the problem is, is we don't know what the Omer is because he didn't spell it. Is that spelled O-M-E-R as in the counting of the Omer? Or is that spelled O-L-M-E-R-T as in Ehud Omer, pronounced the same way, which used to be the prime minister of Israel? Because Ehud Omer is working really, really hard, and he's buddy-buddy with the Palestinian leader and all the Palestinians. He's trying to get them to split Israel the way the Palestinians want it split, and he is working hard to get the Palestinians a state. But then... 49 days of counting of Omer. See, April 13th, 2020, let me say it again, April 13th, 2020, began the 49 days of counting of the Omer. In other words, the 49 days between first fruits and Pentecost. That's what they call the counting of the Omer. Now, why is that important? Because right now, Jared Kushner and President Trump are working hard trying to get the deal of the century through, which is their plan to split Israel and to bring peace to Israel. They think that they're doing really, really, really good. But the problem is, if that deal is consummated in the next, well, I guess we need what, about 35 days? If it's consummated on or before Pentecost of this year, the high probability the newspaper article will appear that says Homer ushers in, Palestinian state. Now, if that happens, then there's a high probability that the rest of them will be fulfilled. By the way, I said that was the order I suspect they'll be fulfilled, in. that's not the order I suspect they'll be fulfilled in, but we'll move on. Why is counting of the Omer so important? Why is that particular one so important? Because that tells us probably The start of America at the earliest possible point. Now, remember, Dimitri said the fall of America would start with an internal revolution. What is happening right now? What is happening this very moment in America? Well, we have almost an internal revolution going on in Virginia. The people are angry at the governor. We also have an almost internal revolution going on in Michigan. The people are angry at the governor. (laughs) I can't tell you how many people are angry at Trump. It's like there's an anger all over our nation, brothers and sisters. But let's go on. February 2014. I invited Ephraim Rodriguez out of Puerto Rico to come down to speak and make a DVD on a vision it had. He was shown a vision that a large meteor would hit near Puerto Rico and cause a tsunami a 1,000 foot high at Puerto Rico. But by the time it hits the United States of America up the east coast, it would be from 200 to 400 foot high and go inland 20 to 100 miles inland. But where it hits is important. It's an earthquake fault, which just happens to run right straight up the Mississippi River Valley to the Great Lakes. And several people have seen America split wide open from the Great Lakes, some in various stages, some all the way down to the Gulf of Mexico. So this guy coming in, I thought, well, I've got to confirm this because the Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. I can't find a confirmation, then we can go back to sleep. We don't have to pay attention to this guy. Uh, the problem is, in looking on the Internet, here's what I found. I found six people had, had a vision of seeing a large meteor near Puerto Rico. Four of them saw a tsunami hit the east coast of the United States. Six people saw America split into pieces. Three saw large chunks of California fall into the ocean. And nine, now the counts up to 12, 12 people have seen that America is split because she split Israel. So that means if Jared Kushner and President Trump's plan, the deal of the century just happens to be concluded in the next 40, 45 some odd days, sometime between now and Pentecost, there's a very high probability that we would see the headline that says Omer ushers in Palestinian state. Brothers and sisters, that happens. America's done stick a fork in her, it's over. We will have very, very little time if that's what happens. All right, now let's go on to the next topic here. So I said, there's a 400-year judgment cycle. Well, also Shane Warren said that there's a 400-year judgment cycle. But now let me talk about the good side because I think that two things are about to happen. I think we're about to have a rise that is going to be unprecedented in human history. I mean, a rise of wealth and good times. But at the same time, we're about to see a lot of people in a lot of financial trouble. First of all, let's talk about the good times here. Neville Johnson had a vision. It was a long vision. This is just a paragraph of it. He said, the scene changed and the angel was holding a large man upside down by his leg. He began shaking this man violently up and down. As I watched, all kinds of things begin falling out of the man's pockets, things such as gold, silver, inventions. Inventions which seemed to be in connection with energy as well as other inventions. There were cures, cures of things like diseases and all kinds of things falling out of the man's pockets, cures for such things as cancer, diabetes, asthma, Alzheimer's disease, many kinds of diseases. These cures for these diseases already existed. But they've been hidden by the Ghazari mafia, the deep state, the pharmaceutical companies, the evil people in high places. Now, let me say, because, again, if there's only one person that's seen that and said that, then we can go back to sleep. So has there been someone else see see the same thing? Yep, here we go. Shane Warren came to speak to us January, July tenth, 2012. Name of the DVD, and it is listed at Prophecy Club. Also watch prophecyclub.com. Pastor Shane Warren, just look it up. Now, there's five points to this very long vision he had, but I just want to go to the last one, to the good news part of it. At the same time, I saw the church arise with healing in the wings for this moment. I saw God prospering many greatly. Uh, I saw God prospering greatly. Many people acquiring things and a transfer of wealth coming to the hands of believers. Transfer of wealth. That's two people. Churches became cities of refuge. Notice it didn't say run to the hills. Notice it didn't say go hide in the woods someplace or dig a hole in the underground. Churches became cities of refuge. The body of Christ stood up like a mighty sleeping giant in the earth and began to minister. People were coming to them. Signs, wonders, and miracles were poured out all over America. I saw America being shaken as the worldly couldn't go to the government for help. They had to go to the church for help. Entire cities became cities of refuge. There was life and safety and peace in the presence of God in the city. People were running to the cities. Revival had arrived. It was a two-sided coin, though. As judgment hit, so did God's miracle revivals. As great inflation caused an economic storm, great revival arrived. God will raise up his church. And yes, he said again, there is a 400-year judgment cycle, and America's judgment arrives in 2020. I didn't say that. He said that. All right, now, what is he talking about, this wealth transfer? This comes to us from finalwakeupcall.info. Final Wake Up Call.info, and I have looked at some other stuff on this site, and I do not endorse <laughs> most of what is on that site. But this here certainly seems to line up with the prophecies, and that's the advantage of being a prophecy student. We know what to taste, we know what to smell, we know what to leave back on the shelf, we know what to throw away, and we know what to swallow because we've read the end of the book. Okay, so headline here is. QFS Off-World Money System. He says that the QFS system will cover a new global network for the transfer of gold or asset-backed money initiated by Russia and China to replace the U.S. centrally controlled SWIFT system. He says this new quantum financial system is a QFS runs on a quantum computer. Okay, hang on, hang on. hang on. What's a quantum computer? If you were to take your garden hose Turn it on full blast. If you were to compare that water coming out to Niagara Falls, that's the difference between a human computer and the quantum computer. In other words, it's vastly faster. Can't even compare how much faster. This quantum computer, based on an orbiting, or, orbitating or I can't even talk, orbiting satellite system, and it's protected by secret space programs to ensure it cannot be hacked. The quantum technology was provided by Oh. Listen to this. Benevolent extraterrestrial galactics. The purpose of the new financial system is to put an end to cabal corruption. What's he saying? He's talking about the end of the Federal Reserve and the other people like that. They're The people people have been controlling uh, the world's global financial, financial system for 300 years. And that's the reason so many – That well, that's the reason all of the nations on the earth right now are in, up to their eyeballs in debt because of the cabal that has stolen the money from them. But anyway, let's get on. Into a cabal corruption, usury, and manipulation within the banking world. The key is to implement limitations that will prevent corrupted banksters from gaining significant profits. The QFS is completely benevolent from the existing centralized system, making all of our previous transfer systems unnecessary. Moreover, after the revaluation all sovereign currencies will be gold or asset backed, ensuring a sustainable value, which makes the need for unbacked cryptos outdated, as these are simply digits on computer memory banks. With the activation of the QFS, oh, listen to this, too. I'm going to talk about this. The Galactic Alliance. OK, let's back up. Well, he remember where he said the quantum technology was provided by benevolent extraterrestrial galactics. You want to tell me what a benevolent extraterrestrial galactic is? Uh, Does that sound like God? Does that sound like one of his angels? No. Let me just explain. There's us that's made in the image of God and then the angels. And anything else is not of God. It's not made in the image of God. I don't care what it is flying around, some kind of anti-gravity, whatever it is. It's not of God because our God's angels are fly through time and space, and they don't need some kind of a metal disc doing it for them, okay? So if some benevolent extraterrestrial galactic comes to you and wants to help you, don't listen. (laughs) But that's what the world has done, okay? So talk a little bit more about this before we go on. A brief history. About 300 years ago, we'll call them Khazarian Mafia, international bankers, deep state, whatever you want to call them. Essentially, they took over our banking system, and through the process of the years, they've stolen just about all of the world's money. Well, that's what is going on right now. This 163,469 sealed indictments, I understand from several sources out there, are now in the process of being served, and there is more than one person that is in the process of being arrested, and they're about to put them, so they say, into military tribunals. Now, that's a whole other topic, but I'm going to skip on by that. Why? What's going on? They are replacing this whole system. So the devil took over the system 300 years ago, and he's broken it. So now he comes along with benevolent extraterrestrial galactics, and he's going to help us (laughs) fix our financial system. And if you believe that, I've got some coastal property in Kansas for sale. No, here's what happened. The devil broke our system, but he's going to come along with another system, which he arranges for his devil aliens to give to mankind. And the dumb, stupid mankind says, "Okay, we'd love to have that real fast computer. So then what do we do? All of mankind is about to jump onto this new financial system. Why? Because you can track everything on the globe and you can see that no one loses their money. You're going to see that there's no more thefts. You don't have to have a driver's license, a social security number. You don't have to carry your passport anymore. Why, when a police officer pulls you over, well, he doesn't. you don't have to present him anything. They already know who you are. Well, how do they know? How are they tracking you? You know, see, back in the 70s, we prophecy students were watching for something we thought would be a computer chip That would insert underneath the skin, and then they would scan that computer chip and know who you are. And there was a few people that got the computer chips. But brothers and sisters, you already have the chip. (laughs) You are already chipped. I'm not either. I don't have a chip. Do you have a cell phone? Well, yes, but I don't have the chip. It's not under my skin. Okay. Well, your cell phone is not your friend. Your cell phone is what is going to track and monitor you. Do you know your cell phone right now could track you any place on the globe within three feet? See, now, not this, I'm getting off subject here, but I'll, I'll go ahead and talk to you briefly about your cell phone. This particular generation of cell phone is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the next generation or the generation after that. And if in my book, Miss the Mark, I've got all of the documents, all of the hoopla to back up what I'm about to say. But anyway, the next or the future generation of the cell phone Is going to be such that before you touch your cell phone, the camera's already already on, and it already knows who you are before you even touch it. But the instant you touch it, it is always taking your fingerprints. You don't have to reach down and put your little fingerprint inside this little circle anymore. Every place on that cell phone is taking your fingerprint. So as you handle the cell phone, it already knows your print, but it's not taking it at like 35 different points like the FBI does now. And it scans your face instantly, and it's not taking that from 35 different points either. Instead, it's about a million points. In other words, it's no longer a question of is that you. There is no such thing as an accident or a misidentified person. As you touch that cell phone, as you handle that cell phone, it's picking up your face, your fingerprints, your voice print. It absolutely positively knows that it's you. And that cell phone then accesses the new QFS quantum financial system, which is tied into the Starlink. Now, Again, this is in my book, miss the Mark. I don't have time to go into all that. Let's go back to what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the time, just like the Bible says, that no man might buy or sell, save he had the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. We're talking only a few years away, brothers and sisters. The technology is not quite in place, but it's almost in place. Let's go back to what I was talking about. Let's jump back to the QFS quantum financial system. With the activation of the QFS, the Galactic Alliance will completely destroy the central banking system. See that, my brothers and sisters, it's what's happening with the deep state. That's what John Durham is doing. (laughs) I started to say another name. I know the name, but I'm I'm not going to say it because there's filters out there listening and there are certain things that – The good guys don't want out, so I'm probably telling you more than they want out just by telling you there's 163,469 indictments that are in the process of being served. And by the way, the coronavirus, do you really think the coronavirus, (laughs) they're lying to us? I don't, I don't even think I have time to talk about the coronavirus. Maybe I'll come back and talk about the coronavirus. But the, the whole point of the coronavirus is to get everybody in their homes so that when it comes time to round up all of these bad guys, they're going to be in their home, not on some vacation or some island someplace or up in their fancy plane, but they can find them and arrest them. That's probably going to be a large part of also starting the internal revolution. Let's go on, though. It'll completely destroy the central banking system. Do you think... The $2.2 trillion that Trump just gave away, do you think that he went to the Federal Reserve to borrow that? Do you think that he borrowed that money? Where do you think that money came from, my brothers and sisters? Let's go back to the article, completely destroy the central banking system that's been designed to destroy the world economy and put the world population into perpetual debt slavery. The little known truth is the QFS has been running parallel to the central banking system for many months, if not more than a year. Actually, longer than that, and has countered many hacking attempts, in other words, by the cabal, the result being that the many bankers have actually been caught red-handed with illegal money transfers and have consequently been arrested. Well, the arrests are only in the early phases of being started. As a matter of fact, I've had so many people send me emails, various people. There's one guy, uh, Rodriguez. He was some famous baseball player, and he just picked up his cell phone. He guys, I don't know what's happening. i got a lot of friends in Hollywood. i got a lot of friends in high places. He ripped off a bunch of names. He said, man, they're being arrested. (laughs) A lot of these, they're pedophiles. They're being arrested. (laughs) I've been getting several of those, being arrested, being arrested all over. Okay, let's go on though. Now let's jump to part of what Terry Bennett was told. Okay, so the story in Terry Bennett was, back in 2010, he had the angel Gabriel came to him and told him that there's three sets of seven years coming upon the earth. Now he did not say that the return of Jesus is in the year 2028. He did not say the return of Jesus is, is in the year 2028. He did not say the return of Jesus is in the year 2028. I want to make that very plain. He did not say the return of Jesus is in the year 2028. He didn't say the year of Jesus' return was 2028, but he certainly hinted at it. Let's go on. He went on to say, the economic problems in the years 2015 to 2021 will be it's the first seven-year period, or he said the first seven-year period would be primarily caused for the next major issue occurring during the second period, which is 2015 to 2021. He said 2014-2015 would be a transitional year leading to the next seven-year period, which would be a time of dramatic changes in governments. Well, hello. Have we had dramatic changes in governments around the world? I mean, Trump is a major, major change. Governments around the world, great political turmoil, wars, those are coming. I mean, look at what's happening right now. He said, "What the United States is going to go through is civil conflict, civil war, then invasion." Well, what is happening right now? They are mad. Oh, they're 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 not picking up arms yet. They're only blowing their car horns in Virginia and in Michigan as we speak. They are both mad at their governors. In the governmental arena, it will go through a dramatic change in a government, and there will be a time of anarchy and chaos. For a while, we'll have a fractional government. Why would we have a fractional government? Do you suppose the serving of 163,000 sealed indictments? Now, one sealed indictment does not mean one person is arrested. One sealed indictment can arrest up to, I understand, 49 people. But then on the other hand, one person might have 9 or 10 or 12 indictments on them. So it does not necessarily reflect the number of people, but... If you got 163,000 sealed indictments, you probably got over 100,000 people easily. So do you suppose if over 100,000 people, people in high places, I mean like congressmen, senators, representatives, big business people, business owners, large, large business owners, names that everybody knows, do you suppose 100,000 of them all being arrested over a couple of week period? You suppose that might bring a fractional government, especially if they were government people, congressmen, senators? We'll have a fractional government, which means basically our government come down to the state level because the military has to step in and seize control of our federal government. He said he would call it a coup, but in all honesty, it will be to help our nation. Now, you see, right now, look at what Donald Trump has just done. Look and just in the last few weeks. Sometimes we see, but we don't understand. March 13th, President Trump stood up there and he says, I'm declaring a national emergency, national emergency. And everybody thought, oh, OK, that didn't mean anything to them. But let me explain a military a a uh, martial law is suspending the Constitution for up to five years and putting the military in charge. A national emergency puts the president in charge. Then. OK, let's see. What was it? Friday yeah 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 Friday. Wyoming declared a state of emergency, so big deal. what's that? It's a very big deal because that was the fiftieth state that declared a state of emergency, and that kicked in a whole set of executive orders and it took a whole lot of power away from Donald Trump, the president. But understand they have it all in control. all of this was planned. Why? because through the through FEMA. That, rest assured, the FEMA guy is doing what Donald Trump and the, quote, the alliance is telling him to do. Gives them lots and lots and lots of control. In other words, Donald Trump is in the position of being more of a dictator than any other president in American history. And like when he says to the the reporters out there, what, two days ago? And they said, well, just how much power do you have? He said, I have it all. And, of course, Cuomo jumps up and says, well, he's not a king. No, he's not a king. But he was telling the truth. See, you don't understand. He is in charge. Now, in this case, I believe Donald Trump's sin of God. I believe Donald Trump is a Christian. I believe he is called of God to clean up this nation. And in his case, I mean, it would have been a lot different if it had been Obama or Hillary. But in his case, I think he is called to clean up this nation. Now, let's go back to what it said. So it's going to come down to the state level. The government has to come down to the state level because the military will have to step in. What do you think is happening right now, brothers and sisters? What do you think is happening? They are arresting big, bad people. Okay, who? I'm not going to name names. Who cares? The point is, these are the people that worship Moloch and Baal. It's the same ancient evil. That's all child sacrifice. Why do you think God told um, joshua many times he would told them to go in and he was to, commanded to kill every man woman child and animal and in several of the cities he told them, you don't take anything out of the city that doesn't pass through the fire in other words gold could be burned and you could take it silver could be burned and you could take it anything else had to pass through the fire why because they were doing child sacrifice having sex with children The same thing they're doing right now. Look, did you not see on Fox News this big giant hole where they were bringing these big wooden coffins out and landing in this big giant hole? And there were four coffins, well, two coffins wide, two coffins high. And it looked like, I'm going to guess, probably 150 coffins. Did you see that? Now, they told everybody, well, these were unidentified victims of the coronavirus. Well, why don't you go to, hmm, I think it's Timothy Holmesmith dot com. I think it's his. He says, no, no, no. He says what happened was they're going into these underground military bases, the cabal bases, the bad guys. And what they're finding. Well, here, here, here. do I have that? Do I have that? Do I have that? I don't think I have that ready to talk about. And I don't think I should talk about it. But the point is they're cleaning up these people that do child sacrifice, sex trafficking, sex with children, filth that the average christian can't we can't even talk about. we can't even, we don't even like letting those words come out of our mouth much less even thinking anybody actually does that but you have to understand this is what joshua and the children of israel were told to go in and destroy these are what the nations in israel were doing and it's the same spirit that's doing it today and that's what donald trump donald trump is a modern joshua He's taking the Marines, which are a modern children of Israel, and he's going in and he's cleaning up. Let me go back to what he's saying. For a while, we'll have a fractional government, which means basically our government come down to the state level because the military has to step in and seize control of our federal government. You'd call it a coup, but in all honesty, it'll be to help our nation. That's why the military has to step in. I saw lawlessness, chaos has shown to me, and civil unrest. He went on to say when the checks from the government stop coming, to the people, the chaos will ensue. Well, right now, governments hand out checks left and right. So what he's saying is there's a point in there and they saying, no, can't stop. We can't, can't send them out anymore. Now, right now, Trump is doing a wonderful job trying to patch things together. He's finding that there's leaks all over. But there's a point in there to where you don't have enough fingers to stop the leaks in the dike. And that point is probably just around the corner. Now, OK, so I said there's some good times. Let me explain what I think is coming. I think that if we continue to pray off the suitcase nukes, and I already talked about them, so I'm not going into those. If we can pray that those 20 to 50 suitcase nukes do not go off, they are owned and controlled by the deep state. But the deep state needs a patsy, and they have a patsy right now in one Iran coupled with Iraq. But we won't go into that. If we can pray off the suitcase nukes and if we can pray that Donald Trump does not split Israel, if America does not split Israel, then I think what we're going to see is a great time. This is also in my Miss the Mark book, a great time of financial blessing, a great time when the church is going to rise with healing in their wings. Maybe let me let me paint a point here. Let me paint a picture. Let me go back to Pastor Shane Warren. I didn't cover this. July 10, 2012, he came Prophecy Club, and he spoke about his vision. Now, the vision has one, two, three, four, five points to it. First thing, he saw a storm, an earthquake, a Middle East dream, internal revolution, and then the Church arising. Rising. Let's first talk about the storm. He says, the TV set changed. He said, all of a sudden, I saw a hurricane that was from east to west, north to south, all across America. A news reporter in the eye of the storm, reached down and picked up a fistful of dollars, said it's raining dollar bills. It's almost like the worthless, They're worthless, it was raining dollar bills. Okay, I think the storm may be the virus. And it may be that these worthless dollar bills are exactly what he says that they come from, but it may also be this whole new government that they're bringing in. You understand we're walking to a world government here. And in order that for that world government to come up, America has to go down. So that's what's really going on with the coronavirus. Then the scene changed back to the anchor. Another tragedy has just hit America, he said. The New Madrid Fault, in the heartland of America has just had a major earthquake. I heard a booming voice behind me speaking, saying they divided my land, meaning Israel. Now I will divide their land. In the vision, I knew he was speaking about Israel, specifically Jerusalem. Okay, so you got this picture? The storm which my guess is it's probably the virus. Then dollar bills raining, worthless as leaves blowing in the wind. Then an earthquake hitting America. That sounds to me like we did go ahead and split Israel, which, brothers and sisters, may be happening in the next 40 some odd days. Then he said the scene changed again. I was taken to a room in the Middle East, and I was shown that India, Syria, Indonesia, Turkey, Iran, Saudi Arabia, Pakistan, Egypt, Russia and China were world leaders that were discussing how to devalue the dollar, and they decided that they needed to go around the dollar and start selling and buying oil for gold. In other words, going around the dollar. The whole point is going around the dollar. The next thing is the devaluing of the dollar caused major rioting in the streets. I saw silver, not gold, begin to drastically increase in value. I saw riots break out in major cities all across America. I saw signs written, give us our entitlements, give us our entitlements. I saw great demonstrations of violence in the streets whenever these these different things are lost because there's not enough money to keep on the subsidies. Then he saw the church rising. Now, in that picture, we would not see the great miracles hit the church until after the virus quits, after the dollar is worthless. After a big Madrid earthquake, after the dollar has been, so the countries are starting to sell, go around the dollar and sell gold, gold for oil. And by the way, what's happening to gold? Excuse me, right? What's happening to oil right now? I heard had a buddy of mine say that oil in a lot of places down around dollar fifty a gallon, dollar fifty a gallon. <laughs> I heard it's like twenty three dollars a barrel. I don't know what it is now, but it's it's there's we're talking about big changes. We're talking about big changes coming to the world, my brothers and sisters. Now, let me jump to another one. By the way, if you like this sort of stuff, you should probably tune into Prophecy Club. And the easy way is just go to your app store and type in Prophecy Club. Just spell Prophecy right, P-R-O-P-H-E-C-Y, Prophecy Club. Download the Prophecy Club app, and that's the easy way to listen to it. Another way is to go to YouTube. And search prophecy club. You can also go to prophecyclub.com. As a matter of fact, let me take just a second. I'm going to come to this next thing here in just a second. Let me let me take just a second because you know it's real important that you get the information that you're going to need to survive these things that are that are coming here. So let let me take a second. Uh, I thought I had this open. I don't. Give me a second here. Right there to right there. If
0: you're just joining us. Okay. You- We're live with Pastor Stan Johnson of ProphecyClub.com. Brother Stan, back to you.
1: Okay. So I'm going to ask you a question. What would you do if you had to tell a person the most important thing in the world, but you knew they wouldn't believe you? Let me ask you it again. What would you do if you had to tell a person the most important thing in the world, but you knew they wouldn't believe you? I'm talking about the most important thing in the world, all people, all nations, languages, every beating heart on the globe, but you knew they wouldn't believe you. What would you do? Well, Andy, you're listening to this program. I believe you'd probably go ahead and tell them. That brings us to the second question. So what is the most important information in the world? Well, the most important thing to do, obviously, is to receive Jesus. But the most important thing not to do is do not take the mark of the beast. Because those people taking the mark of the beast, they do not get soul death but they are tossed into the lake that burns with fire and brimstone. They get eternal torment with no hope of escape. <laughs> really? Yeah, let me explain. After Jesus has returned, all of time has been concluded, all of judgments has been handed out, all of the crowns, all of the mantles been held. We're all in our glorified bodies. At that point, there's three groups of people. Those people whose name is in the book of life who get to live forever. Those people who is not in the book of life, Who are tossed into the lake of fire, destroying both body and soul. We're going to come to answering that in just a second. Third group of those people who worship the beast, his image, who receive his mark or the number of his name. That's four things. I'll talk about that in a second. They are tossed into the lake of fire and brimstone, and they are tormented day and night forever and ever without, without soul death. What? What do you mean? I've heard that. The, the, the soul never dies. Once, once you're born, it never dies. You just have eternal separation. Well, I'm sorry, but you, there is no book, chapter, and verse for that. I will show you what the Bible does say about it. Revelation twenty fourteen, And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. That's soul death. Also, Matthew 10, <clears throat> Matthew ten twenty eight. Now, this is Jesus speaking. He says, fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul. But rather, fear him which able to kill both body and soul in hell. Jesus said it wasn't me. Jump to Obadiah 116, and it says, and they shall be as though it had not been. So, brothers and sisters, there is soul death. Yeah, but they aren't tormented eternally, are they? Yep, Revelation fourteen nine says, if any man worship the beast in his image, and receiveth his mark in his forehead or in his hand. The same should be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and the presence of the Lamb, and the smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever, and they have no rest, no rest, day or night, who worship the beast and his image, and whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. Well, who's there? Who all says Well, actually, there's three people there, in addition to all the other people that took the mark. Revelation 20.10 says, and the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are, and they should be tormented day and night forever. So the people that take the mark are tossed into the lake of fire and brimstone with the beast, the false prophet, and Satan himself, and they are tormented forever and ever and ever without hope of escape. Whoa, what? No, no, that can't be right because I was taught once saved, always saved. Okay, let's deal with that one. It's a nice thing to say. I mean, everybody wants to believe that, but you can't attach Scripture to it. Ezekiel 3.20. When a righteous man doth turn from his righteousness and commit iniquity, he shall die in his sin, and his righteousness which he hath done shall not be remembered. Whoa. Matthew 20, or 24.48 says, And if that evil servant shall say in his heart, My Lord doth delay his coming and shall begin to smite his fellow servants, and eat and drink with the drunken. The Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he looketh not for him, in an hour that he is not aware, and shall cut him asunder. Asunder, that means he is not part of the saved anymore. And appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. See, the dead, not in Christ, are tormented until their judgment arrives, at which time they're tossed into soul death. Those in Christ report to the judgment seat of Christ on the final trumpets. Those not in Christ, meaning they died before Christ was offered, report to the great white throne on the final judgment. So I'll go to Revelation 2011. I saw a great white throne. Now, this happens on atonement. Mm, Well, if the tribulation were to start in 2021 or 2022, someplace in there, we're talking about this would take place somewhere in the ballpark of 2028. Again, I'm not setting dates. And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. Means the old heaven and the earth is destroyed at the great white throne. I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. Now, this is only the dead. No one living reports to this one. This is the great white throne. Jesus is still the judge. I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life, The dead were judged out of those things that were written in the books according to the works. That's not us. We aren't judged according to the books, the things, the works written in the books. We're judged based upon did we receive Jesus or did we not receive Jesus? Did we stay with him or did we not stay with him? Again, I've explained all this in my book now. So I suggest you get Miss the Mark. I've just this segment here I've been talking about Miss the Mark. In this book, I give you the nine deceptions that the beast is going to use to deceive, if it were possible, even the very elect. Oh, Stan, I'm a Christian. I know my Bible. I go to church all the time. I give my tithes. I, I pray. I do all that sort of stuff. Well, look, at it. you take that mark of the beast, and you just lost your salvation. Oh, I can't lose my salvation. Wait, You can't show book, chapter, and verse for that. Yes, you can. And I can give you other chapter or other, other verses, but yes, you can. And you have to understand the beast it's going to be the best-looking, the best-sounding man that has ever walked on the earth. And he's going to be more convincing than anything you've ever seen in your life. But by getting this book, make, Miss the Mark, you will have a, at least a better chance. And your friends, neighbors, relatives, people you work with, your sons, daughters, give it to them. You give it to them. You ask them those two questions. i got a question for you. What would you do if you had to tell someone the most important information in the world but you knew they wouldn't believe you? I tell them, okay, great. Well, this book here explains it. And you give them the book, and it's a skinny little book. We put it on very thin paper. We wanted to make it look skinny and easy to read. It's in two columns. That's easy to read, not complicated, but it'll explain to them about the beast, the antichrist, the the tribulation, simple terms. It's what everybody says, simple, easy book. You can read the book in uh, three hours. One for 20, but don't do that. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of 10. One shrink wrap sets of 10 for 30, two for 45, four for 70 at prophecyclub.com. Now, the reason I want you to get the book and the reason I want you to get several of them is I want you to hand them around. You ask them those two questions. What would you do if you had to tell someone the most important information in the world, but you knew they wouldn't believe you? And they'll say, well, I'd tell them. Say, well, here it is. Don't take the mark of the beast. What? What are you talking about? Read the book. Skinny little book. But if they'll read that book, they will never take the mark of the beast. Now, let me go back, talk about the secret door here. I talked about this briefly. okay? so I memorized the book of Revelation. He showed me the secret door so that you can understand Revelation. That also is available at prophecyclub.com. This one's a little different, though. This one is one for 20 also. But we offer this in shrink wrap sets of five. Why? Because we want you to give this to people. Look, you know more people that will possibly be interested in prophecy than I will ever be able to reach. So we're going to offer it in shrink wrap sets of five. One for 20, again, don't do that. Five for 30, 10 for 55. You can get a whole case of them, and a lot of them we sell by the case. Whole case of 60 for $250. You give these books away, and yeah, I know right now they might not be too interested. But I tell you what, since this coronavirus over the last couple of months, a whole lot of people been a whole lot more interested in the end times and prophecy. These days, they'll probably listen. But you get them into their hands now. That earthquake hit, and they'll start reading. Those suitcase nukes hit, they'll start reading. Those graves come popping open. There's a big, long 1970s horn honk. They'll start reading. But see, brothers and you've got to get them into their hands now. Because once they see that beast, they're sunk. I'm telling you, okay? So... And they that dwell upon the earth shall wonder whose names are not written in the book of life, slain from the foundation of the world. In other words, once they see the beast, he looks so good. He sounds so good. I mean, literally the sound of his voice, Daniel says in Daniel chapter seven, the sound of his voice is good. The very just sound of his voice. He will his look is more stout than his fellows. That means better, greater. He's the best looking, the best sounding. He has. God is given a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. The power is given to him to open his mouth in blasphemies against God to blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, and them that dwell in heaven. He will be the best looking, the best sounding, the most logical sounding. He's going to be the the best flesh that they've ever seen. If they have not already accepted Jesus, they're sunk. They're already hooked. They do not understand how good. now, Now, let me tell you about some of the deceptions. Okay, so they're putting up this Starlink. It's going to eventually be 44,000 low-Earth orbiting satellites, and they use lasers. Hear that word, laser. That's important. Lasers to communicate. They will communicate low-Earth orbiting satellites, so low that sometimes you can even be able to see them with your naked eye. I mean, real low, okay? And they communicate with your cell phones, and that's going to be how you buy and sell everything. And if you don't take – if you're not a part of the system, and that system is coming online pretty soon, maybe in the next year, okay? In other words, it may be that your next cell phone will be hooking into this Starlink. It's called Starlink. If I said Skylink, I'm always getting that mixed up because of the stupid Terminator movies, but it's Starlink. So your cell phone links into the Starlink, and you buy everything with your cell phone. It's everything with your cell phone. Everything, 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 everything with your cell phone. So these, <coughs> say, 12,000 satellites, <coughs> they don't have to have all 44,000 of them. So they're all up here, and they're communicating with lasers, because lasers is really, really fast and really accurate. And then the beast comes online, and he says, okay, I tell you what, I'm going to prove to you that I'm God. And, of course, you've got the, the false prophet over here and the Holy of Holies, and he's pointing over to the beast saying, yeah, that's the man God. Okay? He's the real God. All this Jesus stuff, this is out the window. All this Buddha and all of this muzzle, all, all those are wrong religions. And to prove it, tonight I'm going to speak to you. I'm going to speak to everybody on Earth. Everybody on Earth is going to see my, my face in the sky, and I'm going to speak to them. And so guess what? The Starlink satellites turn on with their lasers, and they produce a laser show. Now, we're not talking about a laser show that is some kind of like a dotted image we're talking about a laser show that looks literally like the face of God is speaking to them out of the clouds. Then they use a certain kind of a radar that radars down from these low-Earth orbiting satellites. In each person's regional language, they literally, to them, see the face of God and hear the voice of God. This is all in my book, Miss the Mark. You've got to understand what these nine deceptions are or you'll fall for them. I'm telling you, you'll, you will fall for them. Okay, so everybody, everybody, I saw God talk to me last night. Wait, here you are. No, no, it, that's, that's, that wasn't God. That was, no, it was God. It was God. I saw God talk to me last night, and they won't listen. Okay, so that that's pretty convincing. Then there's an earthquake, and they find these underground tablets or these whatever, this big underground chamber, though, of course, it's been paired maybe 2,000 years ago by the devil, I mean, he's had 6,000 years to prepare to reign for three and a half years. You've got to understand he's a lot smarter than we are, and he's prepared a super deception, many deceptions. So they find this underground cavern, and it proves that, that Buddha's not God, that uh, Vishnu's not God, that Allah's not God, that Jesus is not God, uh, Yoha, <laughs> whatever, they're not God. Okay, it proves, proves that he is God. Well, that's shaking some more people. So now the face, they saw the face of God. They heard him talk. Now there's underground archaeological evidence that proves he's God. Then a few months later, he says, I'm going to show you something else tonight. And then they see people coming up out of the graves and going up into the sky. They see people going up into the sky all over the planet. And of course, then CNN comes on the TV tomorrow and he says, man, I guess it was true. I guess it was true. What the Christians have been saying—that rapture—it it happened last night. There was people from around the globe went up. There was people all over the globe. They've been missing. They've been missing. There's millions missing. And then what happens? All of the Christians say, "Well, well, I—I I, I, I was supposed to—I was supposed to go in that rapture. Yeah, I, I was supposed to go in that. He—he—I got left behind. I got left behind. Well, that's the first reaction. But then, within a couple of days, they're mad. They're mad because now CNN and MSNBC and ABC and all of these other crooked news reporting agencies are all making fun. Well, where is the promise of his coming? For since our fathers fell asleep, all things remain the same. They're making fun. They're mocking people. So then the Christians start getting mad. I was supposed to go in the rapture. Why? He just I, I was I was lied to. And then who do you think they come after? That's right. They come after you. See, they don't have to. Have to have to he, he doesn't have to convince everybody to take the mark. All he has to do is convince more than 50% that are willing to go out and kill you because that's where it's ultimately heading. It. That's only a few of the deceptions. There's deceptions. He's got planned brothers and sisters that you wouldn't believe. And it's all covered in this book, Miss the Mark. So I, what, what my summary is what I'm trying to say here is it may be, that the tribulation is about to start in the next few years. I did not say when. I've not set a date. It may be that this is a year that the Palestinian state will be given, Israel will be split, and America split. At the same time, uh, it's going to be there is a new financial system coming, a new governmental system, and the Pope has called for a meeting in September, and he's asking all of the religions of the world to go together to form a world religion, to all agree to come to peace and stop fighting and have a world religion this year. So it's all coming together here in 2020, which is 400 years from the Mayfire Compact. It's, it's 40 years from when Dimitri was told America would fall. Shane Warren said 2020 is the year judgment arrives. Terry Bennett was told by the angel Gabriel that America falls in 2021. Well, God takes his hand off of us in 2020 on or about the same time Donald Trump is elected in the next election and people are furious and the internal revolution starts. What I'm trying to say is, brothers and sisters, the end time, it's here. Coronavirus, that's nothing. Amos 3.7 says, surely the Lord God would do nothing, but he revealeth his secret to his servants, the prophets. So when this coronavirus started popping up, I went to my over 200 pages of modern prophecies and I searched for the word virus. And out of these hundreds of pages of prophecies, I only found two was talking about a virus and one of them was a dream I had. So that tells me, and by the way, neither one of those are talking about this particular virus. That tells me the coronavirus is not from God. And I'll say it again. The coronavirus was not sent by God. But I tell you what. The Great Lakes opening up down to the Gulf of Mexico, that will be of God. Or uh, the, another virus, I mean, there's pestilences, there's earthquakes. Earthquakes would be of God. Okay, God is in the earthquakes. What I'm saying is we are really, really, really close to the end. If you wait until the beast shows up to count on your son or your daughter or your wife, I know a lot of times a husband or a wife, is, you're married, to you're unequally yoked. And your wife will not hear of any of this. They'll get mad at you. They'll throw things. They'll leave you, or your husband, whichever it may be, or your sons. You don't. You got to get. You got to get it in their hands now. You got look because after that face show comes up and they see the face of God, they're going to say, "Oh, you just he he just wrote that just yesterday." No, no. Look here, honey. It was written back in 2019. That the, look at that. That that the date is 2019. Yeah, yeah, sure. He just wrote that. You got to give it to him now you got to get it out of their hands now. Once that beast shows up, they see him, they hear him, they're sunk. It'll be really, really, you think getting them to Jesus is hard now? You wait till they see that beast. I know you're thinking, oh, well, a little bit more of this coronavirus, a little bit more shaking, they'll come to Jesus. You're right. Now's the time to do it. That's what I'm saying. Now's the time. Everybody listen to me, you need to go to prophecyclub.com, and it's not because the ministry gets money. Put that out of your mind. We're all here... We're all in one accord, brothers and sisters. We're all in the same boat. We're trying to build the kingdom of God. We're trying to be fire pluckers. <laughs> We're trying to pluck them out of the fire and get them into heaven. Now's the time you got to start talking to them. They're listening now. They're listening. They're still stuck in their homes. They're still virused up and they're listening. Get them these books, go get those and don't get one or two, get a bunch of them. Spend, spend a little bit of money on your family. Give them these books. Give them the books now. Get them to read them. Maybe you even have to read the book to them, but you get them these books. These, so important. We're 400 years from the Mayflower Compact, 40 years from when Dimitri was told America's going to fall. We've got two cows that were born the same day, which just happens to be a Shemitah. We've got so many things pointing to, yes, We are in the last days, brothers and sisters. Let me close with this. July 25th, 2010, my wife had a dream. We call it the mudslide dream. In my dream, Stan and I were watching a mudslide in progress. Some houses had already fallen and began to going from house to house shouting. And we were shouting, you're on the edge. If you don't want to fall in the mudslide, you have to balance your house. You have to stop standing on the edge and hanging over. Only a few houses remained standing. The scene changed. Then we're On a boat, floating in mud, there were already a lot of fish in our boat, but suddenly, fish from all directions began jumping out of the mud. The mud is the world of sin. Into our boat. Among them were several very large fish. I was holding a huge, unusual-looking fish, which had no scales. It looked like a skinned cat. Stan asked, what is that? I said, it's a fish, as if you can't see. Stan required, says, well, why is this so strange-looking? I've never seen a fish like that before. I answered, the fish looks like a chicken with the skin peeled off because they have nothing to protect them now. They're jumping in the boat, which is Jesus, when their houses, their finances, the houses fell in the mudslide. See, the mudslide is a coming financial slide in America, which, in my opinion, has now started that's going house to house, warning the people that's right now. That's this broadcast, warning the people to get balanced and get off the edge. And that means get the sin out of our lives, brothers and sisters. It's warning us to get our financial house in order. The strange looking fish were non-believers coming out of the world of sin. Jumping in the boat is them choosing to follow Christ. The fish look like skinned because financially that's like they, what they were. They were skinned. They'd lost all their wealth and protection. And it showed their nakedness. Their sin was revealed in them, and now their only hope was in Christ. I'm saying, get these books. Also, let me say something else. You should get signed up to go to our Sevenfold Miracle Crusades. I don't think there's another one of these meetings any place out there like this. Essentially, essentially, bottom line, bottom line, what we're going to do, and this is dated July 29 to August 2. Go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. I'm going to lay hands on you, and I'm going to anoint you with my revelation oil and pray that you receive the same revelation spirit that I got when I memorized the book of Revelation. Why? So that you can understand Bible prophecy and speak and teach it and give an answer to the scared little rabbits that now wake up and they're in the tribulation and they haven't prepared, They didn't because they were thinking it was a pre trib rapture, so they didn't get prepared. Second thing is Leslie is going to lay hands on you and anoint you with her honor oil and pray that you receive... The prophetic anointing, that does not make you a prophet, but it does mean you're going to hear from God more often. More dreams, visions, angel visits, things like that, so that you can walk in sevenfold miracles. It's three and a half days, well, I guess a total of four days, <laughs> three days and then two half days. Go check it out, sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Get signed up. Also, be sure to get the meal package. And, yes, we are just getting signed up so you can uh, reserve your spot at the Hyatt right now because there's still some changes going on. But at least you can get signed up for as much as you can. dot com. Okay, so here's what I want you to do. Go to ProphecyClub.com. Get a lot of those two books. Mr. Mark, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. Go to dot com, Get that and get these and get ready for the last days because – They are coming, brothers and sisters. It might not be this year, but it might be. But if we can make it to the election, we did real good. Now, as I said, as the hard times get to come along, there's also going to be a great wealth transfer. I don't exactly understand how that all works. I just tell you that the prophets are saying it's coming. So there's going to be a lot of people blessed, but there's also going to be a lot of people in a lot of hurt. And you're going to need to be there because they're going to be asking questions. The matter of fact, God told me, I don't know, 15 years ago, that one day Bible prophecy, Bible prophecy would be the number one topic on the globe that all people, nations, languages, and tongues want to know about. The thing everyone will want to know about is Bible prophecy. That's why you're preparing. These are the days for you to prepare. These are the days to turn off the TV, put down the book, and start getting ready for the last days, brothers and sisters. I'm telling you, prophecyclub.com. Also get signed up for that Prophecy Club app, Prophecy Club app. And you can also find us at YouTube. So just search Prophecy Club channel. So I will turn it back to you, Shannon Davis. Friends,
0: what a powerful broadcast this has been. Brother Stan, this has been packed full of information tonight excellent job again we're live with pastor stan johnson of ProphecyClub.com. folks you got to get these books miss the mark and also the secret door to understand bible prophecy stan tell people about your broadcasting schedule you also speak each week on youtube how do they find you and what time do you typically broadcast
1: We're only on one radio station now that's in the DFW area. So the primary way they get us is through the app or through YouTube. And the easiest way, just go to YouTube and search out Prophecy Club channel. And that way you can see hundreds of various programs. And you'll see a little yellow tab on there. If it's just audio, you'll see a red tab on there if it's video one of my recommend you go check out is called Number of the beast, beast, Number of the Beast. And the date for that one is 3-2-2020, 3 2 Number of the Beast. You can see it because it has this big red uh, design on it that looks like a big target, but it's not a target. It's the Number of the Beast. You will be amazed at that. See, there's four things we can't do. We can't worship the beast or his image. We can't take his mark or the number of his name there's two images that we can have put on our body his mark and his number and we cannot worship the beast or his image there's four things we can't do do any one of those four and you're sunk
0: people did you hear that this is not being preached in most churches out there and these pastors who are not doing it are going to be held accountable for a dereliction of duty and leading many into hell you're hearing the truth here tonight brother I appreciate you and you know if it was not for your ministry I would never have heard about Dmitri Dudeman, many of the prophecies that uh, are going to come to pass here in America, and I thank you for the work you've been doing for many years, and you continue to do. We're also looking forward to having Minister Leslie Johnson on the program this yeah. month. You don't want to miss that. Brother Stan, for the archive tonight, what shall we title this episode?
1: I would say, 2020, Judgment or Blessing.
0: I love that. 2020, love, Judgment 20 or Blessing. Ju-
1: Blessing. blessing, and I think okay. both of them are coming at the same time: judgment and blessing. Oh, also Friday night. You ask about a time. Friday night, I do a Bible study. If this is a coronavirus thing, <laughs> Friday night, six thirty Central Time, I do a Bible study. And our Bible study, and it's online. You can go to YouTube and watch it. Our Bible study, we do something really, really strange. We read the Bible, King James. We read it, <laughs> and I explain. It. <laughs> I say that because you wouldn't believe some of the foolishness goes on in Bible study. And then Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Central, uh, till further notice, I'm doing, bringing my normal sermon. I'm doing that also on YouTube. So you can catch us on YouTube for several things. So Bible study also, uh, and I do those both, the, the Bible study and the Sunday morning thing is live. And then the rest of it is pre-recorded. That way, if I say something stupid, I can cut it out. <laughs>
0: Folks, tune into that. That's um, 7.30 Central
1: Time? Uh, 6.30 Friday night Central Time. 6.30 Friday night Central Time. Sunday morning 11 a.m. Central Time. Sunday morning 11 a.m. And that uh, is at, at the Prophecy Club channel, too. So,
0: folks, just add an so, hour for East Coast. If you're on the East Coast, or subtract from there. Get over there and be part of that. Those are going to be good teachings and meetings. Brother Stan, thank you for coming on tonight. Excellent word. We'll get this up in the archive. Folks, uh, go over and uh, subscribe to the Prophecy Club's channel on YouTube. Visit the website, get the books. We'll see you soon, Stan.
1: Well, I oh got, I got got Can I ask another question? Oh yes,
0: we got. I still have time. Okay. Yes, sir.
1: Uh, how does this like or unlike or how does this compare to the other programs you have on? I don't, I don't have any idea. So,
0: brother Stan, uh, I have to tell you, you do one of the best jobs preparing people on this channel for what's coming, consistently. Folks, we've done um, many programs with Brother Stan, and you need to go back and check out these archives because each one builds on one another. For example, last time, Stan, we were talking about the suitcase nukes. That's a real threat, and that's a real scenario here, and we're hoping that those things don't go off. So, you're doing a fantastic job here, and um, we appreciate you, and I See a lot of people over there in the YouTube chat. Folks, some of you for the first time, you got to share these programs with a friend. It's very easy. Hit the share link and send it to everybody on your text list. Hey, Stan, by the way, um, we're still live. I was talking to a, a local brother here in Bali, and um, he was telling me that uh, they're streaming on YouTube but also Instagram, and I didn't know you could stream on Instagram. Have you looked into that yet? Yeah?
1: No, I need to get people checking into that for me. I don't know anything about that, no.
0: We're doing YouTube, Blog Talk Radio, and MixMR. I'm not doing Facebook. I think that's kind of a dead horse over there. I don't find too many people of faith over there. <laughs> and I tend well, to get an argument, so I pulled off there, but I'm going to look at Instagram. Oh, we we have a little bit of extra time here. I want to uh, drop something into this scenario, get your thoughts on it. Excellent presentation tonight, by the way, folks. Stan... As I look at what's going on with this COVID-19, you know, I kind of see this as the new 911. In terms of the impact, you know, after 911, they pushed through the Patriot Act bills one and two. Massive surveillance went into over gear. Of course, now we've got medical martial law. People are angry about that, and rightfully so. And then uh, it also looks like we're, this is bundled in like uh, what happened right after the uh, housing collapse of 2007. You remember all these bailouts? Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of bailouts going on now, but I'm hearing that uh, the ones that are getting the most money, let's say for every $1,000, $1 trickles down to the American citizen, are once again these um, uh, financial institutions out there. Do you, do you see any um, parallel there with what happened? In 2007, with all the bailouts, with 911, and then what
1: we're going through now? I don't think the problem is the coronavirus. I don't think the problem is the virus itself. And I, I know there, I've heard all kinds of theories. I mean, you know, as many people follow our ministry, I get emails, all kinds of conspiracy theories on the coronavirus. The coronavirus is not the problem. But what the coronavirus is doing is getting the people to stay in their homes. And that makes it easy for the roundup, the arrests. What is really going on is arrests, mass arrests of bad guys. I believe that this is our Jeremiah 51, verse 9 moment. Jeremiah 51, verse 9, we would have healed Babylon, that's America. But she's not healed. Forsake her and let every man return into his own country. This is America's last chance to heal. And if we don't get these guys rounded up, and I do think we will round them up, but unfortunately, I think that's also what will start the internal revolution. So it says we would have healed Babylon, but she is not healed. In other words, we don't accept the fact that Donald Trump and the Marines and a lot of other good guys worked really, really hard for a long, long time to clean the not just America, but the world of these Kazarian Mafia, Deep State, Moloch, Baal, child sacrifice, sex molesting oh, yeah. people and instead because their names are people that we love and Hollywood elite and Hollywood favorites, we get mad. So these leftists along again started by the communists, we're gonna see CNN, ABC, CBS, NS, NBC, all of the newspapers, all of the the mass media, the left, the 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 fake news they're all going to say, oh, well, they've arrested these people, and they shouldn't have done this. Just like it's, I mean, Trump can't do anything right. I mean, he, he shuts China down so they can't bring the virus in. They complain about that. If he'd left it open, they'd You're complain right. about that. You know, if he wakes up, they complain about that. If he goes to sleep, they complain about that. So he can't do anything right. So I think, I think we are very, very, very close to the fall of America, bottom line.
0: I agree with you. Now, I just want to throw something else out there. I could be way off base um, typically before you go into uh, with a ground invasion, you'll carpet bomb a nation like we did over there in Iraq you know we send in those stealth bombers and then we send in the troops you know after the area had been softened up and I know there's many moving parts here for China's part though uh, it's coming out that um, you know they they knew well ahead of time that they had a problem over there and whether they created it or not. That aside, and I believe they probably did, but they had at least a six-week warning, and they purposely, along with the WHO, allowed this to spread around the world, I think, to, um, to hurt us all. Here's my question for you. If it had not been for your ministry, I would not have known about Dmitri Dudeman. He was a true man of God. I wish I had had an opportunity to meet him like you he did. He's the real deal, folks. And mm-hmm. what he saw is going to come to pass. I haven't read all the um, the visions and dreams that Dmitri had. The main one, yes, but I was... Over at Hand of Help recently, and I looked at the uh, website. and I pulled up um, the dream from uh, Dmitri. It was back like 1996, called China and Russia. And I won't read the whole thing, but um, to paraphrase him, he saw China coming against America, and then Russia no, no. comes in.
1: Here's my no, question they, for you: you you're, you're misunderstanding that. Well, I just got an email on that just the other day. Let me let me pull that up. Uh, but if you look about the fourth paragraph down. Yes, sir. He says, "But it will be how I really showed you." In other words, China is not going to attack America. I See, was in other wondering. What's saying about what that is I'm showing you what this is what they plan. But okay. then, about the fourth paragraph down, the angel says, "This is what they plan." But how it's going to really be is how I showed you. In other words, he's all he was doing, just showing them that they're they're planning to attack America.
0: I was wondering if. They released COVID-19 to soften up America for a follow-up attack on America. At least that would be their attempt and
1: goal. What do you no, think? I, I, I mean, I've heard a lot of theories out there, and I don't suppose we're really going to find out the truth of it until Jesus comes back. But I, it's I speculation.
0: Don't. I can't back it up. I, just was, I was thinking, yeah. you know, it's kind of uncanny. It's
1: just, it's just a can of worms that we really can't know about. At least not yet.
0: You know, I agree with you that uh, this is the last call for America. And, you okay, know, here it
1: is. I got it. I go got it. For okay, it. you're talking about April 22, 1996. It's called China and Russia. And yes, he sir. said, I saw the, the president of China and two others, and they're blah, blah, blah. It says, uh, the rest began to speak to the Chinese. Well, the Russian began to speak to the Chinese one. I will give you the land and all the people, but you must free Taiwan of the Americans. Do not fear. We will attack them from behind. The voice said to me, watch where the Russians penetrate America. Then we skipped down to about three or four more paragraphs, and it said, the man standing beside me, that's the angel, this is what you saw. They act as friends and say they respect the treaties made together. But everything I've shown you is how it will really happen, meaning the angel was just showing him that China and Russia are planning to get together and attack America, but that's not the way it happens. The way it happens is the way Dimitri was really shown.
0: And you know that's really going to happen. Uh, I have no question in my mind. It's just an issue of timing. Um, oh, I know this that is Dimitri stuff. Yes, you do. I know that.
1: Stuff. <laughs> yes, sure.
0: This happened just this week. Uh, let me get your comment on this. I haven't back. I haven't validated this, but someone said that uh, China uh, has just done some more nuclear testing. Have you heard anything on that?
1: I've heard, and that's about all I've heard.
0: Okay, that's all i got. The other thing well, that I thought
1: was... Dimitri was, told, Dimitri was told that God will raise up China and Japan and many of the nations. They'll go against the Russians. They'll defeat the Russians. They'll back the Russians to the gates of Paris where they sign a peace treaty, but they make the Russians their leader. So all of the strength that China is gathering is all going to be used to defeat Russia. Russia thinks that she's going to do really good by attacking America, and yes, she does, and yes, she defeats America. But in the end, her nation is destroyed. I mean, have you ever heard yeah. of the uh, the three world wars? I just happen to have it right here. No, sir. No. Let me read. Let me read the third part. First World War, and it tells who's in it, and it's all correct. This was a vision given to uh, Albert Pike. August 15th, 1871, and they have been following this plan to the, to the letter. Second World War tells who would fight, who would win. However, the Third World War must be fomented by taking advantages of the different differences caused by the agents of the Illuminati between the Zionists and the leaders of the Islamic world. The war must be concluded in such a way that Islam and the political Zion, or Israel, mutually destroy each other. Meanwhile, the other nations once more divided on this issue will be constrained to fight to the point of complete physical, moral, spiritual, and economic exhaustion. We shall unleash the nihilists and the atheists, those are the people that don't believe in God, We shall provoke a formidable social cataclysm with all its horror. will show clearly to the nations the effect of absolute atheism, the origin of savagery, and the most bloody turmoil. Then everywhere the citizens obliged to defend themselves against the world of minority revolutionaries, in other words, just the roving bands killing and raping, (coughs) will exterminate those destroyers of civilization, and the multitude, here it is, This illusion with Christianity, whose deistic spirits will from that moment be without compass or direction, anxious for an ideal, but without knowing where to render its adoration, will receive the true light, in other words, Lucifer, through the universal manifestation of the pure doctrine of Lucifer. Now, in common terms, that means that they're going to attack Israel, and then, of course, they'll defeat America, and then after that, there's going to be a period of just chaos they're going to show everybody that you can't have a world without a God. You have to have a world with a God, and everybody going to say, you've got to have this God. That's when they bring out the true light to the universal manifestation of the pure doctrine of Lucifer. That's when the beast reveals who he is and that he is the savior of the world, the true God.
0: Wow. Folks, we're talking about real-time current events here. We're live with Pastor Stan Johnson, if you're just joining us. Stan, let me get you a comment on something else. Um, I caught this clip, I think it was yesterday. Someone had told me that um, President Trump had done a speech, a press meeting, and said that if Congress does not come back to work, because they're not planning to return, I think, till late May, and approve the appointees that they're stonewalling him for, he's going to invoke his uh, executive privileges, and he's going to suspend Congress and put these people in place themselves. Now, I think that's actually... A great thing, because they're sitting do, on their buttocks good over idea. there. Do you think he's going to go through with it? What's your prediction?
1: Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I I heard that he was considering suspending con- uh, Congress, yes, dismissing, so that he could do this. And he spent 20 minutes last night talking about how the Democrats simply will not approve his appointees. They've been waiting for three years and they simply will not appoint them. In other words, they're just not going to cooperate. They don't want to do
0: anything um, for this country or for our president. They've wasted almost four years sitting on their butts trying to stop him at every point, and they want to try to put the COVID-19 on him too. I think he's doing a fantastic job. Uh, I think we've got the best president we've ever had or ever will, but I say that measured because, like you said earlier tonight, if we divide the land of Israel, we're screwed. That's right. uh, we can't do that. If we don't stop abortion, we're in trouble. And i tell you something else. We don't need to be having homosexuals in the White House Cabinet. And we've got one up there, Richard Grenell. God bless him. I hope he repents. But that's a bad move, too. I don't support President Trump for doing that. Uh, that aside, though, I think he's the best president we could ever have. And he's doing a great job. But we've got to get a couple of those things fixed. If we don't, these judgments are coming out on us, aren't they, Stan?
1: Well, that's right. We would have healed Babylon, but she is not healed. In other words, all of Trump's efforts here, cleaning up the world, they all help, but it's not enough to save it.
0: Stan, he's supposed to have Christian advisors. Many of them came out of the Church of God. I know uh, some of them, like Jensen Franklin. You know, there's Paul White. There's others out there. They know the Bible. Why are they not over there telling President Trump, you cannot, sir, divide the land? We cannot promote homosexuality and say it's okay. Give it a pass. And I know President Trump's trying to stop abortion, but we're still murdering children. How many children have died during the coronavirus compared to people who have died worldwide from corona? We need to be quarantining the children from these doctors with their scalpels. I mean, we got our priorities out of order, and where's the church in this
1: well, the church, not you, don't, you don't understand that the church doesn't have to worry about these things because they're going to get sucked in the air. They don't have to go through any of this. Right. <laughs> that what I started to talk on is the rapture tonight. Matter of fact, uh, maybe I maybe you need to have me on again and talk about that. Let's do that for I the next show. Off. Let me just open that file. I closed it now.
0: Because Brother uh, Stan... They're being prepared to be the great falling away, thinking they're going to get out of here before it all kicks off.
1: Well, I was going to start with this. What is the greatest deception in the church that is going to send more people to hell than anything else? And I'm going to give them a multiple choice, like once saved, always saved. The doctrine of there was only 12 people in the upper room and speaking in tongues is not of God, and there's no more healings and miracles. Or the other one, there's no more uh, apostles and prophets. So was going to give them several of them, and one of them was going to be the rapture. And uh, for those of you that are listening, if he does have me back on to talk about that, I'll go ahead and give you the answer. The answer is the rapture. In my opinion, the rapture is going to send more blood-bought, church-going, Bible-reading, tithe-giving, on-my-knees-praying Christians to hell than any other thing in the Bible. And I fear for those people that are telling people the lie, though they may not think it's a lie and they may not have any ill intent, but those people that are telling them that there's a pre-trib rapture. And I also feel sorry for those people that have taken it at face value and have not spent their time reading in the Word. So if you have me back on, that's probably, matter of fact, I'm probably going to be making a video to be posted in the next few days talking about the rapture. And I've got some, see, I've made three DVDs on the rapture. I've also participated in a three-hour face-to-face debate with a guy. So I know about the rapture. I mean, I, I I can definitely say I have debated someone on the rapture. And uh, it's simply not true. It's just, and if you get my book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, I do not mention the word rapture. I do not discuss the rapture. But as you start to understand the end time, one of the things people say about my book is it takes the fear of the end times away. And it doesn't take the fear away by telling them that they're going to get sucked up into the sky. It takes away because they begin to see how how the, the end times really play out. And then when we, see, it's the fear of the unknown. Yes. And so rapture says, oh, you don't have to know anything. So that takes the fear away. Well, wrong. It's a lot better to teach them the truth about how it really works. And then the truth sets them free. Okay? Absolutely. So my book, though I don't tell them this, when they learn about how the end times really play out, then there's a peace comes over them.
0: Brother, I'll back you on that one.